Hello and welcome back to Everything That You Are, the podcast. This is your host, Mishti. Before anything else, there's a piece of information that I want to share. The month of May has been observed as Mental Health Awareness Month every year since 1949. The initiative was taken by an organization known as Mental Health America or MHA. This year's theme was Look Around, Look Within. They release a toolkit every year and it's available for free on their website. Back to the episode now, or on to the episode now. This week, I want to discuss how being a little selfish is good for us. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we should intentionally hurt people and enjoy it. What I mean is that we should create certain boundaries for our own sanity. I recently created boundaries for myself and my oh my, the reaction I got from certain people just screamed that they don't fucking deserve to be a part of my life because if they couldn't accept that the fact that I was trying to be a better version of myself, then that's because they had fun exploiting the version of me that was entirely a people pleaser. I'm not saying that I'm not a people pleaser anymore. I still am, but I've learned to respect myself more instead of people. And honestly, it's pretty fucking hard at first to stop because the moment you think about yourself instead of other people and focus more on how they make you feel, you feel a pang of guilt and anxiety. It's extremely hard to stop thinking, oh my god, what will they think of me? But once you get used to it, you realize how much you let people walk all over you and some of them still had the audacity to say that you weren't flat enough for them to walk all over you. This is a major life lesson and thank God that I learned it when I did because going to college with that mindset would have been extremely bad for me. When you create boundaries, the people who actually care about you will appreciate it and be like, my God, finally, she created some boundaries. And finally, she's respecting herself instead of other people. You you know, like just being good, being good to yourself instead of always being good to other people and being good to people to an extent where it actually hurts you. That's That's why you need boundaries. And then some people who don't appreciate it and are are just the people you need to cut out from your life. And these kind of people are either just really fucking selfish or really fucking immature. And you don't want either of them around you. Trust me, they're both equally bad for you. One doesn't care about you. And one is still a child pushing all your buttons. So today's first lesson is that we should all try to be a little selfish for our own sanity. Please be a little selfish. Please, please, please. If you, you'd make me really happy if you were a little selfish today. You'd make me really happy. So please go be selfish. Please. And now onto the topic of mental breakdowns. To tell you the truth, this was not supposed to be this week's episode. But then... I had a breakdown and I was sobbing with my head in my hands, thinking in that the way shit always ends. OGs will get this reference. And then I thought, why not do an episode about this? Because we all know that everyone has breakdowns or has had them at some point in their lives. 
which is why I also asked a few questions about breakdowns to some people. It was all anonymous, of course, and a lot of people said that they have at least one breakdown in a week. That's only the minimum, not the maximum. And only, and I don't even want to imagine the maximum. My health is much better now, and it has been for a while. And let's hope it stays that way. But last week was actually kind of hard for no reason. It was just a bad week, I guess. I wasn't feeling good. I wanted to be productive, but I didn't have the energy in me, and I still don't. I literally had to baby myself into recording this episode. So if the episode is a bit shorter than usual, that's why. And I was having a mini existential crisis, which we'll get to in some other episode. But bottom line is that my friends helped me through the last week, and I'm so grateful for them. And if you guys are listening to this, I love you all, and I'm really grateful for you all. So, after a series of mini breakdowns, here we are, because I decided to make something out of it, and that's when I had the idea of doing this episode. Because my health if my mental health is going to be this way if i'm going to have breakdowns why not make something good out of it as well i am exhausting myself it's really hard having a breakdown is a whole i'll get into it but just like why not make something good out of it why not you know it's fucking with me already so why not use it to my benefit for those of you who don't really know what i'm talking about here Mental breakdown is defined as a period of intense mental stress and that doesn't even truly explain what it feels like. It's not just crying about something, it's everything in between. From the moment a tear sheds from your eyes, a lot of stuff happens. Panic attacks, anxiety attacks, intrusive thoughts, losing all sense of the world, staring at the ceiling, lying on your bed or floor without any movement for durations of time that seem so small, but in reality are hours and hours of just feeling so numb and cold. And so much more, because every person has a different experience. Some people have breakdowns when they're stressed about a particular thing, while some of us just have it, in which case we all should get professional help. But I also understand that it's not accessible to all of us. So which is why I'm just going to share my personal experience today. So for me, there are two types of breakdowns. One is when it's just been a hard and stressful and productive day or week. I just want to let the stress out. This is like a breakdown which, you know, by the end of it, I feel good about myself. So it's like a good breakdown. And when I have someone by me physically or just online, I feel so much better than I would if I were alone. And I usually don't have anyone by me at the time, but when I talk to my friends later, I feel much better. And the second one is the kind that feels similar to a song called My Mind and Me. This one is way too intense. I don't want anyone by me. I don't talk to people for so long after I experience this. This is the one that's manifested by panic attacks and staring at the ceiling and just crying to songs while motionlessly laying on the bed. But the silver lining is that I don't have such breakdowns often. And I so sincerely hope that this 
stays this way because I remember being in a place where I was having one of these every day and sometimes even twice a day. That was such a hard time. I didn't talk to anyone about these breakdowns. I didn't tell anyone what I was going through. But today I am because I'm really proud of myself for pulling myself out of such a place all alone. And I'm in a much better place today. But also because if someone is going through something similar and listening to this, they'll know that it gets better. It always gets better. It may not feel like this way at the moment, but it will. I promise you. And I'm so grateful to have people around me that I know will be there and won't judge me for anything I do or anything I experience. I want to name them, but I won't. But they know who they are. And because of them, I truly understand the saying, quality over quantity. After experiencing these breakdowns for like five to six months, I actually have a set routine now for whenever it happens. I'm more self-aware and I can always sense a breakdown coming. And I also know exactly what I need to do to make myself feel better most of the times. And also, just being self-aware has helped me navigate my behavior patterns. Whenever I do something that has a tendency to trigger a breakdown, an alarm sorts of you know, an alarm of sorts already goes off in my brain that tells me it's coming or this is something I shouldn't do and it's not good for me, it's not good for my health. It's like intuition or gut feeling. And what I have learned is that we should always, 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 always listen to our gut. And I also read something that helps differentiate between anxiety and gut feeling. Because I used to have a really hard time differentiating between the two. Is it anxiety? Am I just being anxious? Or is it actually my gut telling me you're not supposed to do this? So, if you feel a sensation in your chest, then it's anxiety. But if it's in your gut, it's intuition. I don't know if this works for everyone, but it does for me. Being self-aware is one of the many life skills that aren't taught in educational institutions, but seriously need to be taught. What helped me become self-aware was journaling and trying new things. But journaling is like the major thing that you need to do to be self-aware, at least in my opinion. It doesn't even have to be every day. I mostly do it when I'm extremely stressed and confused about something. But I do wish I did it at least every two days. I'm just starting to get good at taking care of myself mentally and physically. I'm going to tell you everything I do in order to make myself feel better on a daily basis or when I'm not feeling good. It just depends on the amount of energy I have. The most important part of my routine is feeling any and all emotions as they come. I don't hide it or run away from it. I accept it as it is no matter how hard it is. I make sure that I'm listening to my body. If my body says that I need more sleep, then it gets more sleep. Another important thing that I do is not engage in negative self-talk. I've neglected this a few times and I still do it sometimes, but then I immediately stop myself because I recognize the negative thought pattern. Another major important thing I'm trying to get better at is in maintaining a healthy relationship with food. I try my best not to overeat or starve myself. 
I'm not the best at this, but I'm trying and I'm getting better. I really am. Like seriously, I really am getting better. And this will also be like a whole nother episode about this with someone who will be joining me. But that's in the future. It'll You'll get a few more episodes before that. I do all of the things that make me feel better like reading, going on a walk, eating homemade food, making myself a cup of coffee, which I really shouldn't do when I'm anxious because it just makes it worse. But I just can't help it now. When I, whenever, it doesn't matter if I'm feeling anxious or not. Coffee is just a part of my routine now and I like it. And another thing that I do is I mold my day's tasks depending on the kind of energy I have that day. If I have less energy than usual, I'll cut off a few things that I would otherwise do. For example, if I have to go see a friend and feel so drained, I'll either cancel going out or call them over to my place, which would save me the effort to get ready because some days I just can't find it in myself to sit in front of a mirror and mirror and get ready or, you know, just get out of my pajamas at all. And there are also some days where I'd skip going to the gym. And that's okay too. I won't call myself unproductive or lazy or consider that as not giving my best. Because giving my best looks different every day and it depends on the amount of energy I have. If I have 40% energy and I give give all of it, that is giving my best. That's not just, you know, some half-assed attempt for the day. It's everything I have that day and I give everything I have that day to every anything I had to I have to do and that's okay. You know, you you can't have 100% energy at all times and that's just that. I make sure that I'm talking about my feelings to someone. If not at that point, then at some point during the day or the week. And with that, I also make sure that I'm talking to people who will be supportive even if they don't understand what I'm going through and not to someone who just won't listen to me completely and will start giving me advice or say things like, I don't try hard enough. I've honestly cut a few such people out of my life and it's one of the best things ever. Try it. Seriously, like I said, be a little selfish. Do this and you'll see how great it feels. Seriously. I also make sure that I'm getting a workout in at some point and I'm just not falling into a slump. I try to lessen my social media usage and I know I don't gotta explain this one. I also watch my favorite shows and eat my comfort food while watching them. I listen to my favorite kind of music and my favorite artists. Speaking of this, I feel like one of the best things ever is having a friend who understands us through music. Like I have a friend to whom if I say that right now I'm feeling like the lyric, you drew stars around my scars, but now I'm bleeding. She'll understand. She'll understand it without me having to say too much about it, but just enough. Communicating through music is one of my favorite things ever. Like seriously, it's one of my favorite things ever. And I know some of you know about this because I've talked to you about this. And yeah, if I were to explain what I'm feeling as of now, it'll be in these lyrics. Now I'm shaking, drinking all this coffee. These last few weeks have been exhausting. I'm lost in my imagination. And there's one thing that I need from you. Can you come through? 
Okay, that got a little dramatic. But what can you do? I am dramatic. Okay, so now about the questions I asked my friends. The results indicated that most of us have frequent breakdowns. All of the causes were similar in a way. Someone said that they have breakdowns due to worrying about the future or their relationship or due to constantly being taunted by people around them. And someone said they don't have breakdowns. And it's just a big hell now for them. But seriously, whoever said that, and if it's true, pop off. Like seriously, girly pop, good for you. And as for someone who's being taunted by people around them, try cutting those people off. And I totally understand if you can't. Then, you know, if you can't cut them off, then just start becoming inf- indifferent to it. Which is similar to cutting them out. And as for people who are facing troubles due to their relationship, I think you should just rethink stuff and set your priorities right. Journal, ask yourself some questions, search out some journal prompts about it and just, you know, be good to yourself. And I'll just end the episode here and I need you to know that you're strong, you're not alone, it's okay not to be okay and you've come such a long way so don't give up on yourself now, please. Trust me, of all the people who you should probably give up on, don't give up on yourself. And don't let your intrusive thoughts win. I love you all so much. Take care and I'll see you next week. And I want to leave you with the song wreck, but I don't know if I should. Okay, I'll leave you with the song wreck. I'll leave you with the song wreck at the end of every month. I will. Okay, so the song is called Somebody Else by the 1975 I recently heard it and it's a very sad song. So if you don't like listening to sad songs, don't listen to this one. And it's extremely sad, but I really like the lyrics. I'm very fond of the lyrics that the song has. But I'm also really proud of myself for posting posting or uploading consistently throughout the month. And I did not have energy at all to record this episode but I did it because I didn't miss even a single Thursday in the month of May and I did not want to do it at the end so that's that bye take care